Welcome to the Valspod, where we're covering the Valspar Championship like a fresh coat of paint. On today's show, we're excited to have Ryan Stewart on. If you don't know Ryan, he is the head superintendent of all golf at Innisbrook, so he knows the Copperhead course better than anybody. Let's talk to Ryan. We are here with the man of the hour, Ryan Stewart from Innisbrook. If you don't know who Ryan Stewart is, he is the guy that knows more about the Copperhead course and the Innisbrook property courses than anyone. He's the head superintendent, manages all the golf courses for the property. Hey, Ryan, thanks for joining me. You're welcome. Yeah, good to be on again. Yeah, nice, man. I, I, I just commenting, I love the office, the old Valspar flags. They look all signed. Are they signed by old champions? Yeah, they're all previous champions. Yeah, so over the years, I got more at home, but I never had space here for the moment. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So how long have you been at, how many uh, Valspars, how many have you done? Um, the PJ Tour all the way through 2002. So basically every event through 2002, but for the superintendent since 2007. Oh, nice. So, so you're going on 20 years of experience with the PGA Tour field at yep. the property. So the Copperhead course, we tee off on April 29th. So we had a, you know, how, how's the course look today? Right now, I mean, the course is in great shape. Um, everything's where we want it to be. Um, the weather, it's kind of cooperating right now. It's not, not too hot for the overseas. Uh, so yeah, right now it's, yeah, we're, we're feeling pretty good. Okay. So I know that this is a different time of the year for us to have the Valspar Championship. At least for the last few years, we've been in like the March time frame, more of an earlier spring. This is a little later. How did that change impact your course prep? So we knew before the PJ Tour event last year to, in 2020 when we were moving dates to April. Um, so we had discussions with a PJ Tour agronomist back in February last year about what we're going to do for this event in April. Um, so the talk was to not oversee fairways, which we've never done before. And we needed to get the fairways in good shape throughout the summer so they'd be healthy for the winter time and for the tournament the following April. So that's the one biggest change is not overseeding the fairways on the coverhead. Okay, so will, will the players notice a difference, you think? Or is it going to be uh, business as usual? They'll, they'll notice a difference on the fairways. They'll be, they should be firmer and faster um, because it's all Bermuda. In the wintertime, the Bermuda, it doesn't grow as much, whereas the overseed would grow. You have to keep it watered so it gets a little wet and uh, sticky, where the Bermuda, it should be firm and fast by the time the, the players come. Okay, okay. And you're going to do the same old, like, multi the, – the visual appeal of Innisbrook during the tournament is fantastic. And I know I talk to you about this a lot, but the multiple colors of green, although it's the same types of grass, is something that blows, like, an amateur like me – it blows my mind how you guys make so many different colors out of the same types of grass. It looks pretty beautiful. Yeah, so this year is a, a little change in that. Um, yes, I know. <laughs> because of the overseed, we can't – you can't stripe up as much on the fairways where it was half dark and half light stripe on the fairways. This year, we are mowing all one direction, so the cut will be the same. The only things that will be striped are the, the approaches, 
we uh, the approaches will be striped and the tees will be striped. But the fairways, you won't see that dark and light color this year. That's the only. Oh color man, I'll be disappointed. Okay. Yes, I know. Well, I, not I, overseeing you. That that's the only thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, I knew there had to be some impact. So it's, it's not, so if you're walking the ground, you can never see it. It's just a visual product on TV. It's so amazing. I've never seen that before. Um, you know, I guess we'll have to notice all the other colors around your course with all the signage yeah, we'll, and we'll, the blue we'll, skies. We'll lighten up everything else. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I saw a couple pictures of the course and to me, I mean, of course, I don't know anything except my yard looks terrible, right? The course looks amazing. I mean, it really does. Your team, um, you know, through COVID, through the cancellation last year. I mean, I imagine, you know, tell me what it was like to kind of get the team regrouped this year and get ready for the big day on the 29th. Yeah, I mean, it was a definitely a, a different year, 2020, and there was, there was a lot of challenges for us. But, I mean, we regrouped, we got everybody back. Um, then come October, November time, that was us starting to prep for, for April. And we just – all the detail stuff just leading up to it and it just it's taking a lot of work and but as a team we've all come together and and we all we all think this is one of the could be one of the best events that we've had so fantastic so turning away from basketball real quickly i know that your new responsibilities include all of the other courses on the property and i'm not sure the the greater audience maybe outside of the people close to innisbrook know that there's actually four championship level golf courses on property so just take a couple seconds uh wind through each and tell people like if there's a golf destination trip in their future why Innisbrook should be considered yeah I mean we have four four great golf courses here and they all have they all have different challenges um the island golf course is just as good if not better than the Copperhead um a lot of guests and members they they love the island it's a lot more Scenic. It doesn't doesn't feel like you're at Florida golf course, um, especially on the front nine. With there's not really any houses on the front nine. It's um, it's it's got good undulations, um, good shot making course. Plus, it's a tight golf course. If you don't hit your drive straight, then you could be in trouble in every single hole. And it has the reason it's called the island because it has more water features. There's war hazards almost every hole on the front nine um it, it's a tough golf course it just doesn't have the capacity right. to hold fans um otherwise it Cobret and island both could hold a pga tour but um, then you have the yeah, so Os- i know that when you go go ahead yeah so then you have the osprey north and south golf courses and they are they're fun tracks not as long um, the north course is you don't have to hit driver off every single hole. You can hit irons, you can hit hybrids. It's all different shot making off the tee. Um, and yeah, you could be hitting nine irons in the greens, wedges in the greens. It's not long like Copperhead Island where you have to hit driver, three wood, wedge to the green. You can you can hit a hybrid off the tee, then hit a wedge into the green, and the greens are small. It, it's a fun, fun golf course. Then the South Golf Course. Excellent. So, do you see a lot of guys come in and play all four courses during the course of a weekend? Yeah, we have a lot of guests that play, um, like they play Copperhead and, and North, then Island and South, um, like tw- two golf courses a day. Usually, it's not Copperhead and Island in the same day because they're two long tracks. You want to play one tough one, one yeah. easy. 
easy track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can understand that. So at Innisbrook, the four championship courses, they all offer you something different. I would say Island and Copperhead are the long tracks you're saying. North and South are um, fun, more fun, probably more what a normal golfer is used to in terms of length. Is that a good characterization? Yeah, yeah, they're, they're enjoyable. They're a lot more enjoyable. You can shoot a lot more birdies on, that, on them holes. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. All right. So let's get back to Valspar. Um, so just talk, so you can, you've been around the tournament for nearly 20 years. Uh, any memories you want to share that, that kind of make, uh, fortify why it's special to you? Yeah. I mean, the biggest one was obviously Tiger being there. That, I mean, that's just one of the million that's, that was huge. And it was just unbelievable that whole week. And for him to come so close to winning it, it was it was great. Um, the other one that sticks out is Jordan Spieth when he won in 2015 with him and Patrick Reed in the playoff and Patrick Reed hitting that chip on 18 where if he went got down to two, he would have won. He chipped up to the top. It came right back to his foot. Um, and so he lost it. Jordan Spieth won on the third, second extra hole. And that was, yeah, that was, that was a good event. It was real good, a playoff. Um, we've had a playoffs a few years. Uh, well, the leaderboard's typically fairly tight because the scores aren't 20 and 30 under, you know, it's usually 10, 13 wins it, right? Yeah, usually on the, on the Sunday when they approach the snake pit, there's usually five or six golfers right there within one shot of each other. Um, so it almost seems like most years there's ends up a playoff, but it all comes down to the snake pit, 16, 17, 18. Um, and somebody, if they par each of them holes, they're usually the ones that will go on to win it. Yeah, and then do you get to watch much golf, or are you working the entire time? I always think that when I see you on course during the, during the tournament, you're just running like crazy. Yeah, it's a, it's a, long, it's a long week, but it's a fun week. Uh, we, we enjoy it, but, yeah, we, I mean, we, we're there at 4 in the morning, so – 10 o'clock at night and we're on call throughout the day in case a golfer takes, you know, wrecks, hits a shot and it hits the cup and ruins the cup. We have to go try and change that cup and, and, and get it back in shape for the next group or blowing leaves off the of greens. Or if a green is dry, we have to get out there and, and put some extra water on that green with a hose. So there's, there's stuff that we are on call throughout the whole day. So it's not, kick back with your feet up, it's, it's, it's go the whole time. Not, not like for the rest of us that just get to the day and go, all right, let's go enjoy some golf. You, that's yeah, when the work keeps going. Enjoy and have some fun. Yeah, no, we're, uh, yeah. we're on, we're on alert the whole time. Yeah. You know, the other thing I was thinking about because attendance is limited this year is you're probably the only one that's happy about that because I always think you, you take a year to get your course ready for this and then it gets trampled by 200,000 people. And in this year, at least it won't be trampled by so many people. Right. Yeah. That's uh that's one. Yeah. We're, we're happy about that. Um, <laughs> the traffic inside the ropes is usually okay. It's all the traffic from outside the ropes, all the food traffic and that, that's what beats up the grass. All the crosswalks where everybody crosses a fairway. Um, the grandstands. All, yeah, the yeah, grandstands, all, all that. All that is um, – that's tough enough. Inside the ropes, that takes care of itself. But, yeah, the outside of the ropes where all the spectators are, that's – yeah, they get beat up pretty good. 
All right, so here's prediction time as we close out here. So this is Ryan Stewart. He's the superintendent of all the golf courses on the Innisbrook property, including the Copperhead, where the Valspar Championship will be played on May 2nd. You'll crown a champion. What's your prediction? Who's hoisting that trophy? As I was looking at all the names, there's, I mean, Dustin Johnson, Kafka, um, Paul Casey, could be three feet, who knows, but the one that I think is going to win, he just committed the other day, Justin Thomas at 12 under. That's my prediction. Oh, you're giving it a score. Okay. Yep. Yep. There you're going you go. with chalk. I respect that. I respect yeah. that. Well, I mean, like you said, Paul Casey's going for his third consecutive title. Uh, it's it's going to be – it's always a close race to the end, so it'll be nip and tuck the whole way. And and when everybody watches it on TV, they'll have to think of you and your crews working tirelessly night and day for a year on end to get this course looking the way it does, man. Kudos to your team. It, it looks fantastic. I know the product will be fantastic. Even if I don't get my striped fairways, I'm okay with that. Yeah, next year. We'll, we'll, we'll try for it next year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the deal. All right, uh, cool. Thank you for joining us, Ryan. We appreciate it, bud. All right, you're welcome, Toby. Yeah. I'm Tobin Walsh. Thank you for joining the Valspod. Look for our future episodes and follow along at, at the Good Bad Dad on social media platforms or at Valspar Champ or at Innisbrook. We'll see you next time.